Hello and welcome to Lawrence Forking, Kansas, the podcast about the people and the stories behind the local food you love. I'm Jake. And I'm Kristen, and today we're interviewing Ruben Leal from Caramello Tortillas. Before we get to the episode today, we just wanted to take a second to thank you all for listening. We are really just having a blast making this podcast and are just so glad that there's other people out there in Lawrence who are interested in the stories behind our local restaurants and food businesses. And, uh, you know, if you like what we're doing with this podcast and want to support us, uh, we've gone ahead and created a Patreon page where you can do just that. Uh, so yeah, check it, check it out. Um, there's a link in the episode description or you can go to patreon.com slash Lawrence Fork in Kansas. And you can just help us keep highlighting the amazing food scene here in Lawrence. We want to get to the podcast today, so we're going to have some more information on what our Patreon supporters will receive at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Today we're talking with owner Ruben Leal from Caramella Tortillas. Ruben, welcome to the show. Thank you. So for any listeners who have never heard or even eaten a caramel tortilla, you know, they're, they're just a very unique uh, flour tortilla. They're, you know, super soft, stretchy, hold, hold the tor- uh, taco or whatever you're doing with it, holding that meat. And, um, you know, we, we, we always, we, we love using them to kind of up our taco game when we're making them at home. Um, so yeah, we're very excited to have Ruben on the show. I'm excited to be here, guys. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in Lawrence? Um, well, I've been in Lawrence for about seven years now. Um, I'm originally from Hermosillo, Sonora, Mexico, which is a northern state. It actually borders with Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to school in Arizona, UFA, finished college there. And um, then I moved to Texas. I lived in Austin for a few years. And then I followed my wife. And that's why I'm here in Kansas. She's from from Kansas. Oh, she's from Kansas. Mm-hmm. So did you meet in Texas? Or well, Arizona actually, we or? met in, in Tucson. In Tucson, Yeah, okay. and then we moved to Austin, sort of like a midpoint between the two families. Yeah, you know? okay, cool. And yeah, and here we are. And so what kind of, you know, so you moved here to Lawrence, and then, um, did I mean, where did the tortilla idea come from? Was it, were That's you a, doing something else before, and then just kind of had the idea on the side? or? Um, well, since I moved from Hermosillo, I always missed a good flour tortilla and even corn tortillas too. Mm-hmm. Um, I had trouble finding something that I really liked. So I kind of gave up actually on eating tortillas. Things happened in my life and I had to stay busy. And mm-hmm. and I decided, well, you know, I miss barbecue and I miss tortillas. So I started, I learned how to grill. I learned how to, I started messing with recipes about tortillas and I, t- I tweaked the recipes until they were similar to back home and mm-hmm. um and yeah that's how everything started I, I just moved to lawrence and had some things going on and i needed to stay busy and, <laughs> yeah and i i did not know i liked food to cook to cook actually so yeah. much and yeah so that was a good thing for uh, for me to happen and and yeah the rest is history we're here we are with a tortilla company in lawrence kansas yeah. wow I know it just it blows my mind. I mean, the, what it would have taken to kind of, and I'm just trying to think like, yeah, even if you, I know how to make something, like man, to go and make it a business like that is that's probably a yeah, big, big jumping know, off point. And everybody asks me, you know, is it your grandma's recipe? Is it your mom's recipe? Like, no, actually, I went on YouTube and saw, <laughs> <laughs> I I I saw one recipe, and then from there I just started, uh, you know, tweaking to okay, yeah. this doesn't work, this works, this doesn't work, and 
you know, when you're dealing with dough, there's a lot of little variables and how long you rest it and how you cook it and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the ratios of flour with, with fat and water, salt. Mm-hmm. And finally, I'm like, okay, this is good, you know? And, yeah, yeah. Oh. Did you, I mean, I think what's unique too is there's not really, like, so when we say flour tortillas, you know, I think a lot of listeners might think of, like, the puffy, you know, like really, really bland uh, yeah. t- tortillas. From the grocery that are, store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did, did you know when you're going into this that like, hey, I'm, I'm putting out something there that there's really nothing like it well, right now well, on the yeah, US market. Well, yeah, what, exactly. So when I when I started doing this, it was to to for it to be as similar as possible to the ones that I that I was raised in Sonora. Mm-hmm. And I honestly I didn't know how people will react to them mm-hmm. if they will like them or not because they were so used to just these, yeah, the, you know, these, yeah. these these tortillas we have here and. And I started selling them at the at the Merck here in Lawrence, yeah. and slowly, actually, didn't didn't took very long for them to start selling out faster and faster and faster. Yeah. Um, and then I got my first customer, uh, Red Kitchen Tamales in Lenexa, who, mm-hmm. hey, I'm looking for these tortillas, and and well, sure, here try mine, and we sort of started at the, at the, at the same time, and. Um, she started getting busier, and mm-hmm. at that time I was still at KU. I, w- I worked at KU um, okay. for mm-hmm. for about five years, and um, so I was doing both things. And okay. and now she uses a hundred dozen a week. Oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, she grew faster than I did because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I can't make that. Am- I mean, even even because I was at KU and and I didn't have the proper equipment. I didn't have the extra hands and. Um, but finally, we <laughs> we were able to 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 make all the tortillas wow. for her. Yeah. So when you first started, were you just making them like in your kitchen at home, or like how did you do that? Yeah. So I did start at at, at, at the kitchen at my house, um, and then but then you deal with with loss mm-hmm. or or what the, the health department wants. Right. You don't they don't want you using your home kitchen and. So I was renting commercial um, kitchen. Actually, uh, a good friend of mine, um, Elliot Pease from Kanbusha mm-hmm. um, here in Lawrence, um, he was letting me use his commercial kitchen to, to just to start off. And mm-hmm. and I think I was doing that for probably about a year. Um, and then, okay, I can't, I can't be doing completely by hand all these tortillas, you know. Yeah. So we decided to to find a space and actually that's until now um that's the biggest challenge that we've seen here in lawrence finding a space where we can yeah because i see your your address is is like not basically 1900 mass but mm-hmm. but uh is that so do you you make is it is that your production facility it is that? yeah yeah now it is so we we settled for that space because we couldn't find anything else and mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. So we're next. We're right next to American Shaman. Um, oh, okay. Um, Building where Alchemy used to be, right? Well, Alchemy is in the back. Oh, in the back. Yeah. I'm still. Okay. I'm still facing Mass. Alchemy was facing. Uh, what is it? Nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. 19th. Um, that space is still empty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, that's where we at, and yeah, that's and we're working on opening the shop for people to because we get so many people that stop by because they know yeah. the address on the bags. Yeah. So we had yeah, a lot of people. Hey, the Merc is out. Do you have any tortillas I can buy? <laughs> so, uh, or or the what, the really cool thing that's happening is people that are coming to Lawrence. They want to get the tortillas. Hey, I'm going to Lawrence and I want to buy tortillas. And mm-hmm. so you can. There's an option online where you do local pickup and oh, nice. oh, and cool. they can stop by at the shop and, and buy them. But we 
hopefully early next year or by the end of this year here the next few months we'll we'll open up for people to come and buy tortillas and we'll have merchandise too and whatnot. wow so do you have like a business background like how did you sort of are you just like trial by fire like learning as you go trying to figure all this stuff out or <laughs> yeah sort of sort of yeah i mean i do i did i did go uh, to school for marketing um but yeah no stuff that you learn at school there's <laughs> no it's a lot of trial and error yeah. yeah so yeah just learn as i go wow same with uh with the tortilla business because it's completely different when you're doing them completely by hand well or when you're out to make some things mm-hmm. uh, the dough reacts different and yeah. it, it it's been a challenge but i'm pretty happy where we're at well, right yeah. now yeah yeah you guys are doing great <laughs> yeah what was that growth i mean when, when did you guys start was it 20 20- we, so I honestly, yeah, I can't when I moved, we, we moved to, uh, to 1901 Mass Street. So that was mm-hmm. almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. So that's what, uh, 2017? Yeah, yeah. 2017. Mm-hmm. And I was still at KU. So I didn't quit KU until May 2017. Decided to do that full time. Mm-hmm. We got some equipment from Mexico in. Um, and we had trouble with it a lot. It was a nightmare. Like I, there was some days that I thought, "Oh, am I gonna be able to make this yeah. work?" Because there was not game in the tortilla that I liked. Um, so we had to customize some things, and um, and yeah, thank God we made it work. Because you know, like, well, I'm, we'll be unemployed, I guess. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. It was. It is scary. I mean, anybody that starts their own business will tell you that it's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. but pretty rewarding too when it works out. Like it is working out. It is. Yeah. yeah. It it is rewarding, and then you run into other challenges. Well, it's always been a challenge for me actually try to meet the demand. For some reason, I can never. I, I'm always behind. Yeah. It, it, and I just. And we were thinking about getting a better equipment so we can produce even more, but we run into another issue. Where I, where I mentioned earlier about not finding at the right space, mm-hmm. I can't fit the machines that I need. They can't go through my doors. Yeah. As I said, that's not a very big spot. I mean, when I look at that area over there, I mean, it's not huge. I mean, it's not. Well, it's, it's a thousand square feet. Yeah. I, I mean, they will fit in there, but I, I need to figure out how I can yeah, bring get, those. Because you get, you get through the door. Because <laughs> the commercial, I think commercial doors, are the, the width is about 36 inches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this machine is like 60 inches oh. wide. So yeah. <laughs> you need a, you need a I garage need double, door. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, or like a warehouse style, you know. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So where did, so, you know, talking about, you know, we've been saying Caramello here. So where did the name come from? Um, so Caramelo is a very popular street taco where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um it's what I where I what I typically order when I was back mm-hmm. home. So if you go to Hermosillo, you'll find a lot of taco stands in a lot of corners or you mm-hmm. know or restaurants that serve tacos. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a caramelo, which is just it's literally just it's just a flour tortilla like the ones we make, a melting cheese, either Oaxaca or Chihuahua or uh, Mennonite cheese, um, grilled meat, and that's. That builds that builds the caramelo, mm, and it, it's so good. It's just everything works really well. Just everything just melts in your mouth, and uh, and yeah, we're just paying homage to that taco, you know. You know and yeah, I like the name too. You know, caramel and 
Yeah, it kind of rolls off the tongue really nicely. Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember before I learned, I always thought, I mean, because, yeah, when you when you cook up the tortilla, you know, they get a nice crispiness to them. So I was thinking, like, caramelize, you know, caramel. So yeah, I think that, nice, that works like, really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so is there a particular reason why in the um, region of Mexico that you're from, why the flour tortillas are a big thing, whereas, like, in the rest of Mexico, um, it's more corn? You know, I've, I've been asked that question a few times. Um, I... What I believe, and there's, there's there's different theories of why that's happening. So it goes all the way back to when when Spain conquered Mexico. So as, as the Spanish migrated to the north, I think they were having issues with um, with the corn or something with their bread. And, and that's how the tortilla came out mm-hmm. in the northern states. Um, the climate is also very different to... Mm-hmm to the central Mexico. So where I'm from is the desert is really, I mean, some days is the hottest place on earth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can grow corn. I don't, I've never yeah. saw a lot of cornfields or anything like that. So that might be another reason why we still, we still have corn tortillas. We still use them and still yeah. there's tortillerias that make corn, but maybe that's, that's why we're yeah. very popular with, with flour tortillas. Yeah. But it does have something to do with this when this pain migrated over <laughs> to the Northern States. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what's it like, you know, what are the differences kind of, you know, between a flour and a corn tortilla, you know, is I, 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 what I, what I noticed about, you know, yours, especially it's like that, that flour tortilla, it doesn't break really, mm-hmm. really easily. And you can use one. we always say like, oh, we can just use one tortilla versus usually corn. Sometimes, but sometimes you, like you got a double stack. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well, the, the problem with corn is that it's, it's, it's hard to keep them fresh once, once you cook them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're eating a day old corn tortilla, yes, it, it, it is going to break. Um, I, I've never really messed with corn tortilla, so I don't know if there's mm-hmm. a way to, to make them better. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, there's some things that need to be eaten with a corn tortilla and some things, well, it depends on palates too, right? And some things are, to me taste better with a flour tortilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously flour tortillas are made with, with, um, wheat flour and corn or, right. mm-hmm. or gone through the nixtamalized process and yeah, i guess you have the gluten and the flour you know and the flour tortillas will help some of the stretch mm. and stretch and all that yeah 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 how do you get that texture you know because it's you know it almost seems it's almost like a pastry almost in the way that like it seems like you have to really incorporate the fat in there and make sure it's yeah so i have a customer that the described them as a flat croissant <laughs> <laughs> and yeah um we'll see but and and that's what I like about our tortilla too. They're they're sort of versatile. Um, I like them to stay for them to stay chewy, mm-hmm. um, and made some crispness. And then some people like them to you know really heat them up and mm-hmm. just crispy tortilla. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know everything. Just honestly, I, everything just sort of worked out as I was learning how to make them. I don't know what really makes the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I believe it's just the ratios between the fat and the water and. Even 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 the salt ha- plays a factor in there because when there's sometimes I forget to put salt into the mix and you can tell the dough is acting different and like mm-hmm. oh I did something wrong and I oh the salt's still <laughs> sitting <laughs> on the table right so <laughs> um so you have three different kinds of tortillas you've got duck fat and pork fat and then avocado oil so how did you decide like what fats to use because I don't know that duck fat would be like my first thought you know? yeah you know yeah. um and I. 
the first time, obviously, the first time I made tor- I made tortillas, I bought that shelf stable fat you can find at the grocery store. Like and, a Crisco and, or something. Similar or? to yeah, Crisco, like it Crisco. is. Well, it, it does say lard. Oh, in the, oh, okay. oh, the lard, but it's in the yeah regular. Right, it's yeah, it's yeah. in the green box. Looks shady. It's yeah. been yeah. Sh- <laughs> yeah. shelf stable for years. So yeah, yeah. I started using that, and then I, I mean, then I thought, I mean, the, if you use actual pork fat, these they should taste better. I told to myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went over to the local pig because um, when I moved here and there was not, I mean, I couldn't, Leeway Franks wasn't around, you mm-hmm. know, so um, Lee was not making his his thing over there. So I, where, where am I going to get pork real fat, pork yeah. fat? So I found the local pig and I started a relationship with them and, and yeah, I got, I got pork fat and I remember uh, texting a, a photo to my best friend in Tucson and they're like, oh, look what I'm going to use for these tortillas. And they, taste, they tasted really good. And and I think once I saw duck fat in at the local pig hmm. um, and I wonder, hmm, I wonder if it, if it will work, if it tastes yeah. any good. And they tasted amazing. And, yeah. and then, okay, well, I guess we'll do both. <laughs> and, and avocado oil came in at, at last. Um, I had a lot of people even vegans, I only cheat with your tortillas because they're so good. And but if you could ever make a, a vegetarian option, mm-hmm. it'll make me really happy. So I started, it, I started messing with olive oil and avocado oil, and uh, I found this avocado oil that, that is basically tasteless. Mm-hmm. This doesn't have an aftertaste, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and here we are with making avocado. It's one of the, I mean, it, it outsells duck oh, fat really? sometimes. Oh, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, cool. you probably need a fat that's kind of going to be harder, more hard, you know, because you have issues with olive oil. I mean, olive oil, one, has a flavor, I guess, but... It, well, the thing with with olive oil, yes, it had that aftertaste in yeah. it, then you could taste it in the tortilla. Um, mm-hmm. and now, but avocado oil is, 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 is liquid as well. It's the same mm-hmm. as, as olive oil. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right. Avocado. But in some avocado oils will have the same aftertaste. Huh. Okay. But I found this brand that it does, and I'm like, okay, yeah. good. That's good. What's your favorite type? Um, I like... Uh, duck fat definitely my favorite because it's soft but also flavorful mm-hmm. when pork fat is not as soft but it has more flavor and then avocado oil is really soft but lacks flavor in my mm. opinion so i think duck has the best of both worlds yeah and what's your you know i think what must be challenging too like you kind of said you know keeping up with demand i mean these taco i mean they the tortillas are uh you know very not you know you need to they're pretty fresh they're freshly made and you have to refrigerate them and all that so i mean i'm assuming that's a challenge too is always kind of keeping up with demand but also you know having you know not letting them age out on the shelf or anything right well you know we haven't we haven't encountered that problem yet if you go to my fridge at the shop right now it's empty yeah (laughs) literally everything we make goes out the same day or the next day it's unreal so on tuesday we did 170 dozen in the morning um they all went out that day. You said 170 yes. dozen? dozen. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you what what is a what does a week look like in terms of tortilla? Yeah, so we're 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 close to a thousand dozen mark. Wow, what? that's mm. crazy. Do you guys just run on weekdays, or are you, are you running? Well, know, when the what, depending on the work. Well, the last the last month we were working. I well, at least I was working through the weekends doing some evenings as well because yeah. oh how busy it was we were over a thousand i mean we, we double our production really fast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah and and it's challenging too because we had the three i don't know 
sometimes I think to myself, was that a good idea to have three different kinds instead of just making one, you know? But <laughs> you got to stop and make the other one, stop, make the other one. And then we're dealing with small batches too. So you got to break it. But now that we have more people at the shop, it's someone's making dough, we're making dough balls. Yeah. Because it's sort of like a long process. You make the dough, then you got to break all that dough into smaller pieces and then you gotta break those pieces into even smaller pieces which mm. is becomes the little uh we mm. call them um a testal, which is a, the, the dough ball mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and put them in trays and then cook them but yeah, <laughs> we, yeah i was telling kyle uh kyle is my 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 general manager general manager at the shop and and uh, he's my my first full-time employee and i was like man these are a lot of dolls man because <laughs> <laughs> we had a speed rack full with yeah. with dolls i mean it's it's crazy wow. like, that's a lot <laughs> and yeah. we touch every single one of them right because yeah, we yeah. still do yeah, a lot of do. things handmade and yeah every tortilla is at least touched two mm -hmm. or three times because wow. we gotta we make the dough balls, we cook them, and after that, we still got to inspect them, make sure there's mm -hmm. there's nothing there, you know. Stuff is visible. Yeah, it's clear, yeah. If we screw up, you'll be able to see it. So it's very important for us to go through all of them and make sure that there's no debris yeah. or anything in them. Well, that's right, yeah, they're so thin, you know. It's, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's, it seems like a fine line between too thin and just, <laughs> yeah. just falling apart or something, but yeah. And I guess we should we should mention just because you, you just started talking about it is I mean so I know when we uh, when we first reached out to you it was like right before you guys just got mentioned and Bon Appetit and the Wall Street Journal so you just got a lot of a like lot national of, attention. national attention yeah. really quick and we're, we're yeah we're like right when we reached out we're like uh oh we we probably reached out right the, <laughs> the wrong <worst> time, time. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah it went we got busy really really I mean we were still we were still busy but yeah, yeah. we got like zero, zero to a hundred real fast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We got a future of Mon Appetit, um, on September 9th. Yeah. Um, it was very nice. I liked those guys a lot. They've always been showed a lot of support and mm -hmm. they show support, even though they're one of the largest publications in the, in the country, they still show support to small businesses and mm -hmm. they've been, uh, uh, great supporters since the beginning. And then that same weekend, we got a future on on the off-duty section of the Wall Street Journal. Um, they, they do a quarterly issue where they feature their 50 favorite products. And wow. we were included in that. And, and yeah, that, that brought a lot of, yeah. a lot yeah, of, new, a a lot of new customers. And, yeah. So we have shipped tortillas to every single state in the U.S., including Hawaii, Alaska, Virgin Islands. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh did that come on was that before even you got mentioned or was um, that was before actually that was before yeah. we were just missing hawaii so the yeah. mention the mention, <laughs> the, mention the mention covered hawaii yeah, right. yeah so like yes. check it off <laughs> <laughs> it, what was i mean what was it like i mean i just i'm trying to think how did they how did they find you know find your your business i mean obviously we're out here in kansas a lot of those companies are all based on you know new york area mm -hmm. yeah and they tend to be biased thinking like well you know what's, well, you know, no, what's so, good in kansas so, so how it was was um so one of the editors called um alex delaney he had mm -hmm. a a youtube show called um can't remember the name of it but what he did he used to go to a to a city and try the 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 mm -hmm. best so there was one episode in austin so he went to try all the breakfast tacos in austin so 30 oh. different places in the same day and he just and he just 
describe the whole thing he was eating. He was describing the tortilla, the filling, blah, blah, blah. So I saw that episode and I hit them up. Hey, man. I'm a small company here in Lawrence making tortillas that I think you'll like. And I didn't hear from him probably like a week later. And he's like, I still remember that the time when he replied. And I was sitting on my couch really tired because I was still working at KU. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think I was, I don't know, I was even, yeah, I was I was upset about something. Because things are not, were not going the right way. Mm-hmm. And he texted me, yeah, man, send them over. I stood up so fast, my couch. I was so excited. I went to the shop and make tortillas. It was it was probably like eleven at night. <laughs> and uh, yeah, cheap them all, and then yeah, the rest is history. He's wow. yeah, he's he's been a he's a great big person. Yeah. yeah, big super. Yeah, like I like Alex Alex Laney a lot. Really yeah. cool guy. And and the Wall Street Journal. I mean, everything in the Wall Street Journal. I think they saw it from Bon Appetit, and they yeah, just yeah yeah, yeah just yeah. kind of escalates from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it'll be kind of interesting to see now what happens. You know, probably going forward because yeah, once you get that, your I mean, there's a lot. Even when you look on your website, I mean, it would uh, there's a lot of places around the country that are using your. I know it's nice that you list all the kind of different restaurants yeah. and, and stuff. You can yeah, find. and I haven't updated that in a while. There's a few yeah. more. Um, yeah, and there's other publications that reached out to. I don't know. if anything will happen i mean yeah. but we're waiting for that too wow. <laughs> we're ready now though so yeah. hopefully they, yeah so how did you start i mean i know you said you know the first restaurant to kind of reach out to you is the one in lenexa but how did you go from like lenexa to the rest of the country like actually, i know you've got a lot of like barbecue places in texas yeah, so actually so uh red kitchen officially yes like my she was my um alejandra she was my first customer here in, in kansas however i did have a customer beforehand uh, over in virginia it was a barbecue joint oh. a food truck um eli hernandez um he was the pit master at that time there and um and just on instagram i mean instagram is a really powerful tool yeah, yeah. and and i started I'm, I'm into barbecue too and i started following him and commenting on his on his post because he was building his own pit and i saw that he moved from from he's 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 from mexico too but he's from texas mm-hmm um racing texas and he moved to virginia to do this barbecue uh food truck with one of his buddies up there and and then he reached hey man i'd like to try your tortillas and i'm sure i sent them over and Mm -hmm. and he started using them and he's he's very involved in the barbecue community as well and Mm -hmm. people saw that and i started shipping out more to barbecue joints Mm -hmm. and um but i'm also involved in barbecue but we hopefully here soon um, we'll be doing barbecue as well here in Lawrence. Oh, really? Oh. Um, yeah, I'm getting my smoker next month. Oh, and nice. We'll, and we'll see. If, again, we're still de- we're dealing with the space issue that I talked yeah, earlier, yeah. right? But we'll 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 make it work. We'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but the smoker will be here, and at least we'll do we'll we'll try to do pop ups. Yeah. Wow. With breweries yeah. here in town, or I don't know, we'll figure something out. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Cause yeah, you know, the, we've noticed, you know, I think, I think the first, one of the first times I think we, I heard yeah. about you was through, through barbecue. It was, I know, I know one of the bigger ones in the area was like Harp barbecue. Mm-hmm. You know, Tyler Harp was using you and yeah. Harp uh, is a good friend of mine, Tyler. Um, yeah, he's, he's doing really good stuff in Kansas yeah. city and yeah, he uses the tortillas and I mean, I, I've been friends with Tyler, um, ever since, I mean, he was in his driveway Really? cooking barbecue <laughs> <laughs> wow and yeah we, we we sort of grew grew the business together and he's mm-hmm. he's doing great over in kansas city he was just named yeah, the just number one the number one barbecue joint in kansas city and mm-hmm. 
and yeah we're both like the crafter barbecue and which is something that we believe is gotten lost in here in kansas i probably shouldn't be saying that <laughs> um oh, it is it's like a different well because i mean both you're both did you meet him in austin area or texas no, no so again it was instagram so i saw that oh, he was okay. he started following me and i saw that oh this guy's making good barbecue and yeah. and i hit him up hey man we should hang out sometimes yeah. i'm also into barbecue and, and the first thing he said is you do central texas barbecue I'm like yeah man and the, central texas is the the type of barbecue that yeah. that it's becoming really famous in the region and mm-hmm. and yeah and the rest is history we mm-hmm. we we started hanging out and and we traveled together to eat barbecue we went to texas and mm-hmm. um that's awesome yeah it seems like a pretty cool community i seem like you know the barbecue community it in general is. is pretty it is the barbecue yeah the barbecue community is awesome um everything there's especially in texas there's there's so many of them but i don't i don't think nobody sees each other as a competitor yeah um they'll help each other and they they'll collaborate together um it could also be because that demand is so high that they don't have to worry about who's doing what you know yeah Um, Yeah. i mean they'll sell out by you know in a few hours it's 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 unreal i mean every single place known place that you'll go they'll have a line being before they open because they will they will sell out yeah Uh, And, and that's what i'm hoping here to hopefully lawrence will once yeah later. yeah i mean that, well, there's not like too much barbecue like actually in town there's right? not, i think only uh-uh. maybe like one or two yeah there's only a couple places, places that you know do, do it on the regular but yeah i mean otherwise but it but it is a different style too. It is I, a, I think i think bringing that you're right that texas kind of and, 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 yeah, yeah and, I'm, and i'm not trying to say that they're bad barbecue no, it's just no, a different yeah. style of barbecue. Yeah. It's, it's more craft barbecue um and you know the the and you emphasize on the brisket obviously it's, yeah. mm-hmm. nobody does the brisket like that here in 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 no, it's definitely more of a rib rib and rib yeah. town or kind yeah, of, yeah yeah and, and yeah it's pretty basic ends, yeah mm-hmm. so we got some questions from our audience um one is when can we get burrito sized tortillas yeah i get that question asked a lot <laughs> um, <laughs> um hopefully soon so how i mentioned earlier we were trying we're trying to get a we were trying to get better equipment and equipment that could make burrito sized tortillas but we don't know how we're gonna fit it through our doors <laughs> so <laughs> we gotta figure that out first before we even start dealing with burrito size but hopefully it's something we really want to offer um because we've done them before and and we really like them yeah. and yeah we got a, we got a lot of restaurants asking for them too not over in texas and yeah. um yeah, it sounds like you really need to. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> yeah, you know, you need better equipment space, for those. Yeah. They're so big, and and you need really precise machines for that. And I assume it'll be another learning process, right? With a new a yeah. new machine, mm-hmm. I assume that's always a... <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's just making everything by hand. It's just it will it wouldn't be financially. No, you can't, you can't. Uh, yeah, it's just that's no. not sustainable. No, yeah, it, it takes volumes. too much. Exactly, especially when you're dealing with those problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So hopefully soon. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It, I definitely want to offer those, so keep an eye on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got another question about uh, nutritional facts on the like avocado oil tortillas or all that. I, is it some? I think you offer it on your on yeah. Your so you you can go on, online and and mm-hmm. when you click on the products, there's a small tab on on the right hand side, or mm-hmm. or if you're doing it on your phone, just scroll down. It says nutritional facts, and you should see them there. Mm-hmm. 
I believe avocado oil is only 60 calories per. They're all pretty much the same because they all have the same amounts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so just 60 calories per tor- per tortilla. And I believe it's like 2.5 of fat, nine grams of carbs, and one protein or something like that. Never really thought about, it, but how do you how do you go about getting the nutritional fat? You know, I always think it's a um, big well. Here in Kansas, you go to uh, K State. That's where oh, really? um, oh, they had the food labs over there, and actually, even the the Kansas Health Department is based there, I believe, right. in, in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you you send them your stuff, and they'll give you mm-hmm. all the numbers back. And you that's also where you test your shelf life and all those things. That will, oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Yeah, how you kind of figured that out and all the different packaging too, and you know, how do you? Well, you can it? do it yourself. You know, just experiment. And <laughs> <laughs> but they have like you know incubators where they have heat and all these sort of things. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, what is the shelf life of of your tortillas? Is um, optimal is three weeks. Yeah. Um, unopened. Mm-hmm. Once once air starts getting through them, obviously the quality will go down. Right. Um, but I mean, two to three weeks is pretty. I mean, yeah, the yeah. quality will stay there. After that, they might taste a little different, and then you'll start seeing mold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any suggestions for sort of like seasonal ways to eat tortillas, um, or anything other like fun uses for them besides tacos? Um, well, two things come to mind. Obviously, you can make quesadillas, um, which are really good. Mm. Just get a good cheese, melt them in there, and you can be playful to put. There's one thing called sincronizada, which is cheese, ham, and the tortilla. It's almost like a sandwich, right? Oh, in, a, in, a, yeah, in a quesadilla, it's really good. And you can also do a dessert called buñuelos, where you fry the tortilla on your pan and crisp it up, and then you sprinkle it with honey, sugar, cinnamon, and... Mm. It's flaky and crunchy. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. <laughs> That's not really good. Um, and then we had one other question about, uh, you know, what's the inspiration? You know, I really like it. Like the logo and your design and all that. Where, what's the story? So, that? so that's it's called La Danza del Venado, which transfer, uh, which translates to um, the deer dance. It's a folkloric dance from the natives where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's paying homage to the to the hunter and the animal when mm-hmm. looking for food pretty much yeah but yeah you'll see when you drive from nogales arizona through nogales sonora and you go to hermosillo the first thing you'll see when you're entering mm-hmm. hermosillo is not it won't be like welcome to you see the the statue of that guy oh and, really yeah. that's cool yeah, so there's there's two there's two tribes, the the Jackies and the Seris, and both of them have this ritual. Oh, yeah, sweet. that's cool. How do you make it back home often? Or I don't. Yeah. Um, um, it's just I'm going in November, mm-hmm. but I do not go as often as I wish. It's just it's, it's a long trip, so mm-hmm. I gotta fly to Tucson and Tucson or Phoenix and rent then rent a car and drive down to Mexico and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's too long. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I wish it was easier because I, I do miss my friends and my family down there and mm-hmm. obviously the food. and But yeah, I'll be there in November, so I'm excited. Nice. I meant to ask you earlier, is what is it, was your favorite use for a tortilla? Is it is it a taco or... or yeah, yeah. Def- definitely a taco. Um, yeah, if, if you give me a carne asada taco, mm-hmm. um, that will probably be my last meal. Yeah. I, I like those <laughs> a lot. Um, and... Oh, they're pretty tied with with barbecue as well. But yeah. carnitas tacos are really, yeah, those those are very very good when they're done the right 
where, well, not the rival, but like yeah. where I'm from, which is mm-hmm. meat grill over mesquite wood mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, so <laughs> all the toppings. And... Getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of eating, what what you know, we always like ask everyone uh, who comes on here, you know, in Lawrence, uh, you know, what's your favorite place to eat eat here in town? Yeah, you know, I don't eat out much a <laughs> lot, um, and if I do, I try to go eat something fast. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, however, I do like to go to uh, San Juan Five and eat their um, spaghetti and meatballs. Ooh, with, yeah, yeah those, that's something I really enjoy. And sometimes I take it to go because, again, I'm not always <laughs> yeah. on the run. Um, yeah, but I do like to go there and sit on the bar and just get a green line with, with the spaghetti and meatballs. And that's that's a good night yeah yeah we just had them on on and it was uh it was it was fun to kind of hear yeah we we love that place too yeah those home fresh fresh made pasta and yes and they make their own sauce and they make their own meatballs and yeah good stuff yeah it is really good i like that a lot what places in town uh offer your your tortillas um so here in town uh merchants uh jay wilson's and lucky berry yeah yeah and actually some ladies went to merchants earlier this week and they liked the tortillas so much that they they were from texas and, oh where are you at and they they stopped by the shop bought, bought some tortillas and they were all excited but Aww. yeah yeah it was pretty nice that's cool. like five different ladies you know like yeah. taking photos because we have a, a nice little mural on the shop and <laughs> and yeah it was that was like the eye opener right I, I, we gotta open up the shop and people to come and buy tortillas and get merchandise and whatnot. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I really like yeah, like I said, like we talked about. I really like the logo and all that. Just everything. The branding's pretty, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, really Thanks. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're hoping to get some t-shirts here soon. Hats. Oh, cool. and we have stickers, and uh, I, again, because I've been so busy, I haven't put them on the website yet. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much give them away a lot of times because I just I keep forgetting to. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that'll be cool. Um, again, because people. Even more and more people message me about, hey, I'm going through Lawrence or I'm going to Kansas City and I like to stop by and buy yeah. some more of your tortillas. Yeah. So I think that'll be, that'll be kind of neat to have. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. You're kind of at like a, a really interesting and fun kind of spot right now. Now that things are blowing up like even more, you've got, you know, a lot of stuff on the horizon that's really exciting. Yeah. And it, it's funny because when I started, uh, or especially with, with my customers in Texas, they're like, I'm not buying tortillas from Kansas. I'm in Texas. What are you talking about? <laughs> And okay, yeah, I gotta buy. <laughs> once, once they try them, yeah, 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 because you have a lot of places. I remember you could see on your website a lot of places from Texas that are that yeah are now on your distribution list. Yeah, yeah. So I have a few uh, few restaurants in Texas. We got some in Denver, mm-hmm. uh, Minnesota. We got some grocery stores, and and I and I like it this way. So I have I like to be involved with specialty stores who care about their. Their branding and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So we have some in Time Market in Arizona. We got this Irish store called uh, Joppa Fine Foods in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Mm. Um, we might have this Irish store, a specialty cheese store in Portland, Maine. Hmm. Um, oh, wow. A high-end meat shop in Tampa Bay, and yeah, wow, that's cool. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of people listening will be very fascinated to kind of learn that all this is happening right here. Like in right, Laura, here. right here, I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, we just yeah. So yeah, I think the oh, I mean, we even have the tortillas in Canada. I mean, in in oh, a right. barbecue joint up there. Wow. Yeah, Adamson Barbecue. They're good friends of ours, and they have a um, they have them. They have a, a freezer, and they have they have a stock there. Stuff. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's so cool. We're in Toro- International, Toronto, Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Well, thanks again to Ruben for talking with us today. Um, Caramello tortillas are made right here in Lawrence, and you can buy them here in town at the Merck. You can get them locally at Jay Wilson's and Merchants and Lucky Berry. Um, you can order them online. You can go visit them in person. They got yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, and the best place I mean is it uh, your Instagram page. You're, you're always seem to be seem to be updating. You always you yeah, share you know, stories there. And... Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm not as active as uh, you wish I was in yeah. Instagram. You got some other stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think I only have like you know like 15 posts or something. But yeah, I do try to repost when people are using them around the country, and that's that's neat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Instagram will be the one that I'm most. Um, active on but yeah if you go online caramelotortillas.com and if you're in Lawrence you can just select local pickup and oh, that's great we'll arrange the pickup meanwhile we open up the shop yeah sounds like people gotta keep an eye on your Instagram for potential barbecue coming up yeah. and all that we'll, we'll be keeping oh, an eye on that awesome. caramelo craft barbecue <laughs> yes. Ooh, I love it <laughs> sounds really yeah. good yeah and it's we're gonna I'm gonna try to do something really fun with it and um, and really blend it with with, with my you know, Mexican cuisine, you know, make mm-hmm. some really, really cool stuff. Hopefully. Oh, awesome. Yeah. What kind of, how, how big of a smoker you got coming? So I, so I'm getting my smoker built by Moberg smokers, mm-hmm. um, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, they're one of the most, um, after smokers. There's, mm-hmm. there's probably like a, I think right now it's like a two year waiting line for oh. these smokers. So it's a 500 gallon smoker. Oh my God. Um, but sometimes I wonder if I should get in a thousand gallons <laughs> because I don't know what's going to happen. But again, those things are hard to maneuver. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with the 500 gallon. Um, um, and I was talking to Sonny Moberg and it looks like, yeah, it's going to be done next month. I gave up my spot. Actually, my spot came up in March, I believe. Yeah. But we we're just so busy with tortillas, and I said, "Hey, man, can you just drop me down a few spots because I just I'm not ready." <laughs> but then, this, my spot came up again. Like I just gotta get it because I don't want to lose my spot. I gotta wait two more years right. to get it. Yeah. So I'm as well just get it, and then we'll figure it out. <laughs> so it's coming. We'll we'll be offering some barbecue here soon. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Sounds like uh, sounds like you'll be successful for sure. So yeah. thank you. So anyway, thanks again, Ruben. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Lawrence Fork in Kansas. We had a great time chatting with owner Ruben Leal of Caramelo Tortillas. And as we mentioned before the show, we've gone ahead and created a Patreon page for our listeners. And, um, you know, for anyone who's interested in supporting us, um, we really like the Patreon platform. I think there's a lot of cool things we can do. There's tiers on there where we can offer different, um, you know, different perks for, for being a supporter. I know we have stickers on there. Um, we also have the benefit Patreon allows us to create a little uh, community board there. We can post stuff that only uh, supporters can see. So we're, we're starting to really get into that, and um, yeah, we're like uh, be able that we can, re- you know, g- give you guys more heads up about what we're working on, what, what's going on, who we got scheduled. So, um, so yeah, some really cool stuff there. Kind of helps us create a community, and um, yeah. But uh, obviously, if you, if you can't donate monetarily, uh, we do ask that you know if you can. Just spread the word about our podcast, sharing our social media posts, uh, sharing it with your friends, um, you know, going on, go, going to your coworkers or whatever. It just really helps us get the word out and more people listening, the, the more fun fun we can have. So Yeah. And please subscribe um, to our podcast and rate us and all that stuff so other people are more likely to find us. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify.
Spotify, really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can even ask Alexa. She'll even do it. And you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at Lawrence Forking Kansas, Instagram at Lawrence Forking Kansas, and Twitter at Lawrence Forking. You know, feel free to find our pages, like us, subscribe, follow us, share our pages, all that fun stuff. And if you're a restaurant or food business owner here in town and you're interested in coming on the show, just reach out on social media or you can email us at lawrenceforkingkansas at gmail.com and let us know. We are always looking for new people to talk to and would love to talk to you. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.